Hello, welcome to the topical podcast by the SED committee. Uh, I am Mateo, which is the host, and I'm I'm Kate. I'm Lavinia. Uh, today we're going to talk about environmental racism, and this is a topic which I feel like is not talked about that much. Definitely. So people might not even know what it is, mm -hmm. and it's pretty much racism through environmental issues. Uh, mm -hmm. And I think it's just good to give some examples. That's how I understood it. Um, some examples are, for example, in the 1960s, this pesticide called DDT was used a lot, yeah. a lot, a lot. And um, pretty much people that were in less economically developed communities mm -hmm. were more exposed because they were the ones working in the fields. Uh, there's other examples. Uh, for example, um, also in the in the states, people that live in urban areas, so not in the city, yeah. are more exposed to pollution because that's where all the industries are and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, I feel like this also connects to other things, not yeah. just like the typical environmental Definitely. racism. So I was thinking about like climate uh, migrants or yeah. Like, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. definitely. And I think there's also also a form of kind of maybe like global climate justice in the sense that the countries, often Western countries, that are producing the CO2 and like causing the negative environmental effects, the people that that's worst affecting are the people who aren't creating it. And often that's people, like countries in the global south and often people of colour and they're the ones who suffer even though they're not contributing to the cause as much as other people. I think they also suffer because they don't have the resources and the mm. money maybe to voice their concerns yeah and definitely. get it out to people that it's actually a problem mm. and that i think stems of like more systemic racism in general and this i feel like environmental racism like builds on the racism that is already existing and it's just like another way that people of color are discriminated and like less advantaged yeah exactly i feel like Climate refugees is something that we talk about a lot in mm. environmental society. Well, maybe not specifically, yeah, but, but I think it's a big topic mm. and it's going to be in the future. Definitely. Because right now in 2020, for example, there was 55 million people who are refugees wow. because of the climate. Yeah. And most of the people don't live in cities, but for example, mm -hmm. on small islands, and yeah. they don't really contribute to anything what's going on. Yeah, exactly. And they don't have a say either. <laughs> so yeah, it's kind of crazy. Mm, and an interesting thing is also that these climate refugees today are not legally considered refugees mm. according to the international refugee law. Mm -hmm. So they don't even have a say as yeah. refugees. Mm -hmm. Not even anywhere. So I think that's like a good link between environmental issues yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. and what we're discussing right now. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And uh, an additional example, which is something else. Mm -hmm. is uh, indigenous communities as well yeah. and that's another form of racism again but I feel like it, it fits well for example yeah. in Canada and stuff like that mm -hmm. today we're seeing a lot of racism towards uh, indigenous communities mostly through like um, deforestation and yeah. stuff like that and yeah. it's yeah yeah, and I think it's definitely important there to note that maybe people aren't intentionally being racist and saying, like, indigenous communities live in these areas, let's destroy them. 
but it's almost like a side effect that it's still so important and so, like such a big issue that people don't know about. I think if there was more representation of the topic as a whole, maybe <laughs> we as a community would be more considerate Definitely. and think about our actions a little more. Mm, and how it affects all types of different aspects, so environmental but also societal in terms of racism. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a little bit more subtle as an issue. Yeah. Like, mm. I feel like once you know what it is, then you're like, oh, yeah, it connects yeah, to this, like course. I did. Yeah. But I like it was the first time I'd heard environmental mm, racism. Okay, and at the start, I was like, mm. what, what is this? What, is this? Like, what could this possibly be? But it's actually everywhere. It's just a general term yeah. that implies all of these things. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And... Uh, so I'll go on to some questions because, mm -hmm. I mean, we're all part of the Environment Society here. Yeah. Uh, so you, as now leader of the meat consumption, mm -hmm. do you think there is like the same kind of issue with meat consumption around the world and environmental racism? Uh, yeah. So what I found when I was doing a little bit of research was that factories that help produce meat are built near low-income areas, mm -hmm. generally because it's cheaper for them to build them. Mm -hmm. And most of the low-income areas, in an example that I found, which was North Carolina, mm -hmm. these low-income areas are inhabited mainly by people of color. And so when the factories emit harmful gases, it pollutes the surrounding air and water mm -hmm. that is necessary to the people living there. And mm -hmm. that causes problems for them, mainly like respiratory issues. And so the people of color living there suffer while the meat that goes to the higher income areas, it's then used for other people's enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like it's not only the production of meat. Like that's a very important yeah. part, but it's also like yeah. even the consumption of meat mm -hmm. itself. Yeah. And I think that was a kind of part of the meat consumption group, at least last year, because we were thinking about like the ethical sides of things. Mm -hmm. yeah. Remember? Like people with eating disorders, for example, mm -hmm. uh, we didn't really consider like that people might not have the, not have, don't have the means not to eat meat. It might be their only like source. Also, sometimes meat food. can be expensive. Yeah, exactly. That so too. not everyone can afford it. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's a pretty complex issue Definitely. overall. And yeah. I think that's always important to remember with any of these kinds of issues that there's so many different ways that you can look at it and so many different concepts within that overall issue that yeah it will probably take some time and commitment to properly understand the complexity but it's so important to do that because otherwise you like miss such key problems like environmental racism which just isn't talked about mm -hmm. yeah exactly so this might be a little bit controversial <laughs> but i think it's good to discuss here do you think these kind of issues should be discussed in societies like the environmental society or do you think there should be separate or kind yeah, of both? Yeah, I definitely think people should. I don't think that environmental society is doing that much at the moment to address yeah. this issue. But I think it's just so important because one, maybe one of the reasons that people tend to shy away from it, which I think you'll probably agree with me on this, is that it's kind of a mix between two issues, which makes people maybe a little bit more scared or more hesitant to actually address it because they think it's just so much. Like, it's environmental issues and like social issues in terms of racism and I think that definitely scares people but it's so important to understand that like there are groups of people who are discriminated against in so many different ways especially in sustainability in general 
So if environmental society actually wants to properly address these issues, they have to address all parts of it. I think also because it's like two very huge issues, Mm -hmm. it can be a little confusing at first for someone who's completely new to the subject. Mm -hmm. And so that may put some people off. Mm-hmm. But I think we should incorporate it into environmental society because, again, looking at it as two, looking at it as two separate things mm-hmm. doesn't really make sense because yeah. it's a combined issue. Definitely. And so I think the balance between like the environmental aspect and mm-hmm. the systemic racism aspect yeah. is pretty balanced. Yeah. It's it's not like it's just an environmental issue yeah. and kind of yeah. like racism and all. I think it's pretty balanced. And the more you look into it. Mm-hmm. The more examples you find mm-hmm. that could be yeah. considered environmental racism. Definitely. So I think it's definitely something that should be covered. Yeah. And I think it's pretty simple yeah. to like cover because we're already covering so many environmental issues mm-hmm. that just looking at this aspect. Yeah. yeah. Just be, it doesn't have to be yeah. anything daunting, but just simply like in any videos or posters that we make, just saying like, I don't know, for example, in the meets group, just saying, like this there are impacts to meat consumption as well as environmental but also like racist is actually harming mm-hmm. people of color and that's just simple to include and doesn't have to be some big confusing thing and then that's in this whole other is- issue it can just be incorporated yeah yeah, yeah exactly because like um the side committee is already writing like a bunch of articles about mm-hmm. all these issues yeah. so I think there's really a way in which the site committee and the environment society, but not only in ISB, a little bit everywhere, yeah. could work together. Definitely. You're co-leader now. Yeah. So how do you think that could work? Yeah, I definitely think there should be some collaboration. I think the environment society needs to actually have time and talk to the site committee um, and see what their perspective is on how we can take action. But I think maybe one way we can do it is um, First of all, see if there's anyone who's affected by environmental racism in our like school community, not necessarily even directly, but maybe their family members in other countries, are they affected by it? I think addressing that is super important. And then, like I said, in any of the topics that we cover, try to include any information that we can about environmental racism. Yeah. Um, maybe we could also have we could also have a joint project mm-hmm. that we I don't know raise money for, donate it to a charity. Yeah, because yeah, the, the goals of both committees are the same, I think. It's just to yeah. raise awareness and create change exactly. within mm-hmm. the community. So I feel like they, they link up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, and going on to what you said, like, have you ever experienced such racism? Or maybe not yourself, mm-hmm. but been in a country or in a region where you know this is going on, or now you notice? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah um, so I used to live in Singapore, yeah, which um, is quite close to Malaysia, what borders Malaysia. And in Malaysia, because of palm oil plantations, they burn rainforests down in order to make space, and that creates a lot of smog or like haze, which basically travels a long way all the way to Singapore, um, where there's air pollution, which is really significant, and you can't often go outside and if you do you have to wear masks and in Singapore there are a lot of like migrant workers who mm-hmm. are not that affluent and they live in quite bad conditions which meant that they were less affected especially health wise by this air pollution and I think while I was there I didn't really notice because I was quite young no one was talking about it but like reflecting and looking back on that it's just 
I don't understand why people weren't taking action yeah. because they were being harmed and it's not their fault at all. But just because they were people of color, they were being harmed by it. Um, when I lived in India, I I didn't really know much about this, uh, again, because I wasn't that old yet, and it wasn't talked about, definitely not in my school. Uh, I realized that lower income areas, since they didn't have any money, there wasn't proper education or mm -hmm. waste management, right. and so that led to a rise in the pollution in the area. Mm -hmm. There were also a lot of factories built around, and so since the factories emit harmful gases and substances, it caused a lot of problems for the people living nearby. Mm -hmm. So there was a large widespread of disease. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I just came up with another issue while you guys were talking. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, right now I'm part of the uh, sustainable fashion. Mm -hmm. I mean, environmental yeah. racism is all yeah. in like fast fashion and sustainable yeah, fashion. Definitely. Where the cotton's made. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's, it's absolutely crazy. It's awesome. so, yeah. That's definitely somewhere yeah. we we can put some input. I think. Yeah, there's so many topics that can it can be linked to. Yeah. You just have to take the first step and actually yeah. say, I'm willing to do this. I'll research yeah. this and actually try. Yeah, exactly. Because I feel like it's a it's really huge. I mean, yeah. I have also an example, but it's current. Mm -hmm. Like my brother right now is uh, studying in uh, UBC in Canada, right. British Columbia, and um, lately he's been going to uh, Vancouver Island. Mm -hmm. uh, specifically in Ferry Creek, mm -hmm. which is where these indigenous communities, as I said before, are being like affected by deforestation. Right. Well, not only, it's just the whole yeah. uh, government and police system mm -hmm. is going completely out of control. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's bad for the environment because yeah. deforestation Station. and it's an old growth forest. Yeah. So it's really detrimental. Mm -hmm. But also these indigenous populations are just not even being treated as humans. Yeah. So just both topics coming together. Yeah. Pretty well, definitely. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you guys have any final comments? Um, maybe just that it doesn't have to be a scary topic. It doesn't have to be something that's super daunting. It's just a matter of being open to understanding that there's different aspects of every issue that should be looked at. And as long as we can incorporate it, even in a small way into yeah. whatever we're doing i think it will help raise a lot of awareness yeah yeah i think that's that's, that's perfectly said <laughs> so thank you very much for listening to the thank podcast yes. and uh you can also go check out more articles and there's also an environmental racism article on the said committee uh, website and thank you thank you to the thank invitees you. and everything so thank you till the next one